Sad, it's episode 44 of Division 3's finest podcast, the new name. And it doesn't sound right, actually. I mean, it, I know, I was going to say, it does sound weird coming out of your mouth, but it was for the best. It was for is the best for sure. First episode then for Division Three Finest. This is the first. As well. This is okay, the first one for Division Three's Finest, but um, I feel like it reps us well. Definitely better from branding and like I said in the tweet, you know, it was a little weird when employers asked you what does BJ stand for and you kind of just ignore their question and can say <laughs> the ball yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> no, yeah. it's just our questionably racist uh, title <laughs> podcast thing. Yeah, no big deal. You don't need to know. It's just BJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't ask questions. Don't ask questions you don't want the answer to, man. But yeah, it definitely fits us. You know, Division Three's finest. You know, we're three former elite D three athletes now, yes. podcasters. High so caliber. High caliber for sure. You should have seen us in our day. You know, slinging that thing around. It was very impressive yeah. stuff. Talk, talking sh. Talking. Don't bleep out that. Great. I was a great ball shagger. And also had one of the uh, one of the most famous Division Three tweets of all time. The YD3 tweet. Yeah. If you want to recap your tweet from that. Oh, basically, so there was just a hashtag going like YD3, and there's just so many bull tweets about, oh, it's about the academics, oh, there's, there's all this you know, stupid <laughs> stuff about YD3. So I just decided to keep it real. Like, I, I thought it was all bull. So it's like, I chose D3 because I wasn't good enough to play D1. You know, why <laughs> skip <laughs> around the That's beat. what we do here. We just yeah, keep, keep it real. real. Exactly. Keep it real always. Alright, so moving on to the next point on the agenda, we actually just reached 5,000 listens overall. We're at 5,219 listens. Shout out. Yeah, huge shout out to the fans, and you know maybe we'll get more fans after this tweet from Gil on our page, which was you know pretty big time. Apparently, we're Twitter famous now. Yes, it was a it was a group. We tweeted it together as a podcast. Right. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. Uh, Gil, you want to talk about that a little bit? Oh, um, I mean, yeah, not not a whole lot to talk about. I was just sitting at work, bullshitting, uh, not working. Right. Uh, we were texting, I Casual. think, and uh, I always sent some bullshit in the in the group message. But I don't know. As soon as I sent this one, as soon as I sent the text, I kind of I don't know. It just felt like it would have done well on Twitter. So I think I even said that I was about to throw it on there, and did. I did from the podcast account, and uh, I just kind of took off. I threw the hashtag in there at the end. I think that's what really kind of helped it, just because it's the you know the the entire Steelers fan base uh, knows that one. So I don't know. It was cool. It was cool to see. Killed my battery, but um, in re- it, we had more likes than we have followers. So anytime you do that, you're you're doing all right. Definitely. It's funny too, cause uh, shoe's been ripping you a little bit uh, last couple of weeks for your lack of. Uh, <laughs> responses i guess in our group chat and you know you got yeah. them good you know well you're back as a wise man once said uh real g's move in silence like lasagna, like lasagna. oh i love that yeah so uh i just i just try to keep it real shot wheezy friend of the show my uh, live by but yeah man that's just I, I heard i heard the haters chirping i uh big time players big time plays uh big time moments so i just i had to step up i felt like Obviously, and another way we've been trying to step up is trying to get Charlie Batch on the podcast. I know it, it hasn't been going no. on. You've been trying to step up. Don't don't group me in. Don't don't group me in with your with your attempt at getting this guy on the show. I gave him two shots, and I think that was two shots too many. He's a fraud. He's a sellout. I don't think. I think he's, we just need to give up the dream. You know, it's a uh, it's a tough one to swallow because I felt like honestly we had a chance after graduation, and he even liked a couple of our tweets there. So you know, he's seeing our sh- 
it. Like it's not like he's you know he's has big so, time in us. Okay? Right. That's what it is. And I will not be big time. Uh, he, he was tried to find him after graduation, but he like dipped out. He did. Yeah, he did. Dipped uh, out. He probably you know just got that bag of money and ran like a little. Yeah, b- he got he got that that, that doctorate degree that doesn't have and dipped out. That's what I'm saying, man. All right. So he was, you know, on Pat, Mac- Pat McAfee's show, you know, friend of the program, obviously. But, you know, just, yeah, I guess a little bit of a sellout, a little too big for us. So, you know, it's a tough pill to swallow. But, uh, you know, That's I guess I'll, I'll get it over and, you know, this intervention was something I needed probably. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess I kind of hijacked it there. But, yeah, Ben, I just I just think it's time to give up the uh, give up the hunt, bud. If right. It's like a Texas drawer there. If it's meant to be, they'll come back. Right. So right. Are we, We've uh, done all we can. Are you officially retiring from Charlie Batch? Unless he wants to come on, but yes. Okay, yes. Right, okay. yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely we'll say... Brett Favre if he wants to come on. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, hmm? <laughs> All right, so, so next order of business is Hot Ones picks. So we tied. We went 2-1 and one last week, so... I definitely won. You did not win. Well, we re- you didn't. So. We reviewed the tape. You didn't win. So, uh... Anyways, so whenever we all tie at two and one, I guess we're not going to do a punishment. But if we well, aren't we all winners? If yeah. we, none of us got punished. But I think we're all winners. I, I do think if we're like one and two and we all tie, we're zero oh and three. I think you know definitely you know we should do yeah, something. That, that's an L. Yeah, but yeah. we had winning records. Right, we had winning records. So you know, f- it. so week three picks three games. Uh, the first game is the game tomorrow. We're recording on a Wednesday night, so I guess you'll listen to it when the game's going on. But uh, so first game is Tennessee Jags. Tennessee is favored by two points in Jacksonville, my hometown. Not hometown, but where I'm living currently. Duval. Duval. <laughs> where I am currently. Currently. Um, I will. I'm going to begrudgingly take Tennessee um, just because I got to see them play against the Browns. They look decent. Um, but the begrudgingly, because because I watched them take the play the Browns, I also bet on them this past week. Uh, did not work out. Yeah, didn't work out well for the kid. Um, but I also think Jacksonville kind of sucks. So um, as much as I don't trust Tennessee, I, it's more of like uh, the evil you know. And I know Jacksonville sucks. Tennessee could be good, so I'm taking them. Okay. Okay. Bet you care if I. If I go next? Oh, oh, please, please. You know, we're very nice to our recurring guests, um, so yeah, you can uh, definitely go first. I'm going to take the Jags, bro. Um, I honestly think Sheesh. if there's anyone who's going to win a Thursday night game, it's going to be Gardner Minshew. Uh, he's a gunslinger, you know, coming from the Mike Leach offense. He's like, you know, Jay, Cut- Jay Cutler's like the great value brand, and Gardner Minshew's the Oreo. He's the Oreo brand. So I think, I think the Jags pull it out. Honestly, I don't think it's close. Right. You don't think it's close? I don't think, think it's, it's a close. blowout. I think Gardner Minshew is the type of guy who would just play weird on a Thursday night and just go off. Just get a little freaky. Yeah. Unpredictable. Would you compare your game to to his? No, he's he's too much better than me. Oh, he's too too much better than yeah, me. Like, okay. He okay, scares yeah. me so much, I can't speak proper English. I understand. That makes way more sense. Good save there, actually. Um, all right, Ben, what are your thoughts? All right, so here's the thing about Minshew is, you know, it's a cool story when you're kind of under the radar and everyone's, you know, cheering for you and, you know, giving you props or whatever. But, you know, everything I see on social media, everyone's just jerking this guy off. I know he has some <laughs> cool things about him, but... Jerking him off with both hands. It's just not popular anymore to just, you know, keep, you know, giving him all these props when he hasn't even won a game in the NFL. So, 
I'll go with Tennessee, the, the proven commodity. Are they, like, you know, a super good team? No, just like Gil said. But, you know, we're on the same page here. They're kind of the proven commodity. All right, I am a Rayville fan, so, you know, yeah, I'm going to go with Tennessee here. Is it weird how Gardner Minshew is Gardner Minshew the second, and neither his dad or his grandpa are named Gardner Minshew? It is pretty um, baller. It's that's like weird. That's, that is I did not know that, actually, yeah, so right, right now. Honestly, I'm kind of like, whoa. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of shell-shocked right now. I don't yeah, know how to take like, that. It's like Gardner Minshew was born, and he was like telling his dad, like, now you got to change your name. So like, I'm the second one. I'm the second now. So, like, yeah, figure it out. I don't know. It's kind of a weird thing. I really don't get that's it. That's probably exactly what happened. Right. Zach, insider sources, Jacob Schubert, yeah. Yeah. around the program. No, it's actually a real thing. Honestly, real. All right. So, I mean, I didn't doubt you. Yeah, never, never. So, moving <laughs> on to our uh, next game, our Schubert's own Indianapolis Colts. They will be hosting the Atlanta Falcons, the beloved Atlanta Falcons by this podcast, of course. So uh, Indy's favored by one and a half points here. And I guess, Schub, it's your Colts. You get the first pick here. All right. Let me just say this. You know, I'm big eight. What is the spread? Shut up. What's the Colts are favored by, yeah, 1.5. Wait, we're favored? Who are they playing? The Falcons. It's in Indy. Sorry, it's not that. Go ahead. First off, I, I didn't know the Colts are favored. That's kind of surprising. But um, I'm still, you know, I'm an ATL guy. Lived there for a few months. Love my Colts. Um, you know, if Adam Vinatieri just keeps missing field goals, I might have a little <laughs> heart attack. Um, but I'm still taking the, taking the Colts. I never won't take them. They're going 15-1. and one. Uh, I, th- I think, you know, Jacoby Brissett, if he keeps playing well, Bless you, um, he hasn't done anything too bad to screw it up. So, uh, I th- you know, I think the Colts handle their business. I don't think Atlanta's defense is that good unless they just do what they did to the Eagles and just hurt everybody. Um, but, yeah, so I- I'm taking the Colts. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Colts as well. Apologies for the sneeze. I couldn't get the mic muted in time. Um but, yeah, sorry about that. I'm going to take the Colts uh, as well, kind of similar to the Tennessee-Jacksonville situation. Um, I think the I think the Falcons got away with a win over and also not very good. Well, like you said, they did get hurt, but I don't know if the Eagles have really figured it out yet, um, so I would consider them. They're my not good category. Um, so okay. I think Atlanta just won against a not, like, not great team. Um and like I said, I know that the Colts are uh, average. They're gonna go play solid. Um, so with a close game like that, uh, I'll, I'll take I'll take what I know. Um, but I know the Colts will be solid, so I'm gonna go with them. All right, I'm taking Indy as well. You know, Andrew Luck's just such a good player. It's really hard to bet against yeah. him. So you know, I'm going with Andrew Luck in the Colts. Oh, I didn't even realize you said that until like a few seconds after you said like kind of like I was like yeah yeah. And then I was like wait. <laughs> yeah, he retired. Never been the fastest shoot, so sorry. That's all right. All right, so our last game for Hot Ones picks, we got the Rams at Cleveland. The Rams are favored by three points here. Oh, go first. Uh, dude, I don't want to talk about this. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, I'm just going to take the Rams. I'm not going to get cute with it. I think this is definitely, you know, a winnable game for Cleveland. And, you know, it's a big one, too. But, uh, you know, just, you know, the Rams, they were in the Super Bowl last year. They've looked good through two weeks. And so, yeah, it's a pretty easy pick for me, but I wouldn't feel, you know, super surprised if Cleveland wins either. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams as well. I was going to go with the Browns. I honestly was, but right before, you know, we started in the pod, turned on NFL Live, and the first thing they said, and I might have taken this a little bit out of context because now it's muted, but they said, uh, uh, coming up on NFL Live, Cooper Cup will tell us how he developed telepathy with Jared Goff. So that scares me. Um, 
they like they have telepathy. They can speak to each other while like, without them. speaking. So yeah. I'll go with the Rams. I'm just choosing the Rams. Of that. Okay. Those, those are some good that. points I mean, there. That's, that's, those are the hot tips you're looking for, um, especially when you're placing bets. Um, so I was actually going to wrap this up and say, like, at the end of this, like, I'm not probably actually going to bet. On, I'm going to take all these picks when I bet, um, but I, I'm not touching this game. Uh, but if I were, if I were, um, as a totally objective fan, uh, unlike some of my uh, reoccurring guests, Jacob Schubert, um, I'm going to take the Rams in this game also. Um I just think, honestly, I don't think, unless some crazy improvements happen, Baker didn't look great uh, against a very average Jets defense. Um, I know he was going up against Greg Williams, but still um, definitely got exposed a little bit there. And it's not something I can see the Rams having any trouble duplicating. And I think they have a better defense, um, more specifically with O-line being one of the weak spots for the Browns, uh, having Aaron Donald on the other side. Uh, does not help anybody. No. Um, and I just don't think they've really put it together yet. To I think they have the talent to compete and beat uh, a Rams team, but I just don't think it'll be in week three. Um, I think it would have to be something maybe later. If we caught them at the end of the season, once we got firing, for sure. But I think this upcoming week, I think the Rams win. All right. So uh, we got me and Gil have all the same picks, and Schubert is different. He's taking the Jacksonville Jaguars. So uh, just like poo ball. So yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. And you know, so, to be honest, I guess uh, the the situation we have going this week, we had a guest that was supposed to appear, and we weren't able to get him on, unfortunately. So we're kind of unprepared. Uh, I, I think we could do like a mini week two recap and then move on. Yeah, I think that's good. Okay. Give the people what they want. Right, always. So, uh, uh, which game do you want to start with? I guess we could talk about the Steelers real quick, since that's the game I watched mo- most thoroughly in detail, you know? Yeah, for sure. Go ahead. Okay. So, obviously, a tough one. Losing Big Ben is, you know, uh, a, a blow for sure. But, you know, Mason Rudolph did look good. Seattle, I, I mean, the, I guess the biggest takeaway was... The Steelers' secondary still stinks, despite all the first-round picks that have been used on the defensive side of the ball. Russell Wilson, you know, the first two drives were a little shaky, but then after that he just was able to do whatever he wanted. So I guess that was the big takeaway. Steelers' defense still uh, not not good. Not good. Not good. The one big bright spot in Big Ben's injury, even though it sucks he got hurt for you guys, um, for the rest of the league it's kind of funny. But... um, and with Tommy John surgery, the recovery time for quarterbacks is actually more. Or I'm sorry, no, I can't even speak to that. But it's actually quicker than it would be for a pitcher. Yeah, what's like, what's new? The velocity isn't that strong. I learned that. Shout out Adam Schefter. So P- pitchers better athletes than quarterbacks. Hmm? Adam Schefter, friend of the program. Well, yeah, I'm just starting out there. That's what this, people are saying. And the th- another thing, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how good Mason Rudolph plays. Your secondary sucks. Like you're still fucked. True. True, true, true. Kind of feels similarly about the Browns. Um, yeah. When a crucial part like that, like the, I mean, secondary, obviously huge. It's, like you said, Ben, going up against a good quarterback like Russell Wilson. I mean, you can't really, you can't really lack uh, in some key areas. So um, he's definitely something that's highlighted. Something they can work on for sure. They did just pick up Minka Fitzpatrick. Do you think he'll play? Uh, this upcoming week, I'd imagine after a week of practice. Yeah, definitely. It looks like he's gonna play, and they picked him up. You know. It was like Tuesday, right? So he's got a decent amount of yeah. time to kind of figure it out. 
know, my concern is yeah. so yeah, I I watch football. You know, I play Madden. I, I know a decent <laughs> yeah, amount of football. Sure. It's not like I'm you know an expert or anything. I mean, we have a podcast, so I guess we are experts. Never mind. I retract that statement. Yes, thank you. Right. You should edit that out. Actually, yeah, I'll, I'll ble- bleep it all out. Experts. Right. Definitely huge experts. But the thing that I don't quite understand about football is like you know defense. Whenever I play Madden, I have no idea what defense to pick. <laughs> So Mika Fitzpatrick, I've heard great things about him. I heard he's you know a stud or whatever. Uh, just just one player gonna fix the whole defense? Uh, to me, I would not think so. But you know, it seems like a lot of people on Twitter, who are probably also experts too, would think so. So what are your, some of you guys' takes on that? Can I? I can give actually a little bit more insight with that. Um, I listened to my good buddy Ryan Clark on NFL Live. Good buddy, um, yesterday. yeah. For sure. um, so he's another sure. expert. Yeah, friend of the program. Um, and he was, you know, he was telling me, you know, the Steelers need help at corner. And Mika Fitzpatrick, he's more of a safety than a corner, and that's why he wanted out of the Dolphins because he was playing corner. So why would the hell would you trade for him and then put him at corner, which is where he's worse at than safety? It doesn't make any sense. I feel like it's a, or he said this, he feels like it's a desperation move by the Steelers who just don't want to get out of that, you know, win now attitude. Sometimes you just gotta take the L's. You know what I mean? It kind of doesn't make any sense. It's interesting. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I guess uh, that is a good, that is a good perspective on it. Um, personally, I don't know. I think it's a good move. Um, I mean, not necessarily a win. I, I guess you could say they're still in a win now attitude, but I mean, they also kind of set themselves up for future years in a sense uh, as well. Uh, ben, to your point, I don't think one player is going to fix the defense, um, but it certainly doesn't hurt. Um, and it's kind of how you fix the defense is by putting, you know, a piece at a time in the right place. So right. it starts with Mika Fitzpatrick, like, great. Um, but I do get what you're saying. Like, there's been a lot of first early round draft picks used on the defense and for it to still be kind of lacking. Um, it's probably frustrating. Um, but I don't know. I think I like the move overall. Um, I saw a lot of – go ahead. No, go ahead. They, they I think I was about a, to talk about what you were about to say. They gave up a first-round pick for this guy. Which could yeah. be used in the future uh, as for your, your franchise quarterback going forward. Well, I, right, and I guess that just comes down to a matter of uh, I mean, opinion, really. If you put your if you're putting your eggs in Rudolph's basket, then what you did is really just use a first round pick on a proven corner or a proven defensive back, I guess. Yeah. Um, instead of some rookie who you like Ben said, like they have a bunch of first round picks on the defense. Um, that maybe aren't doing so great. So, I don't know. That's always better to get a short thing, in my opinion. Um, but I could definitely see why you'd want to. I just wouldn't be so quick to panic about if I'm a Steelers fan, which I never would be. But I wouldn't be so quick to panic and worry about getting, like, my next franchise quarterback. Um, Sorry, I thought you were done. Continue. No, well, just all I was going to say, not worrying about getting my next franchise quarterback with a pick next, like, next year uh, when – your current franchise quarterback is going to be back. So I think, uh, I think it was a good move. The thing with the Steelers is, like, I wouldn't worry. As a, as a, if, as a, if I'm a Steelers fan, like Gil said, I'll never be a Steelers fan. So, Ben, if I was you, yeah, I would that. not worry about being Owen. What are, I don't even know what you guys' record. I think you guys want to yeah, yeah, you guys been two games. Like, don't you. worry about that. I would not be worried about that. I'd be more worried about going, like, 8-8 eight and, eight and fin- finishing in the middle of the pack. Again, like, the yeah. – you know, the. 12th, 13th overall pick in the draft, maybe the 15th, because like those are like those are where you get hit or misses. Now, I mean, if you guys, if you got to think like if you guys finish in the bottom tier, 
Okay, you guys got a high. You guys look forward to the draft. High draft pick. Actually, you don't have a high draft pick because you traded away. But like, yeah, I was gonna say. It, yeah. It could, it could set like it just could set you up for mediocrity in the future. Like kind of like you guys every year. Like you're going eight and eight. You're, like you're giving you guys hope, but then you're not making the playoffs. Like it, it could just set you up for that, which would just be heartbreak instead of sucking and knowing like, hey, we just suck this year. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's very interesting take. That's very interesting. I'd be more worried about that because that's what the Colts did for years. The Colts, the yeah. for years went eight and eight. It was sucked. It but, sounded personal when you were yeah. saying it. Okay, so a couple reasons why this was not a good take, Jacob Schubert. Uh, number one, we don't have a draft pick. We just traded away, so yeah, I, it's I irrelevant. I explained that at the end. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you kind of based your whole point around it, and then you were just like, ah, but you don't have a draft pick. Like you just tried to sneak it in there. So, I'm sorry, I fucked that up. You don't have no, it's okay. It's like the future. We're used to it. We're used to it at this point. And also, to your point, like going four and twelve is better than eight and eight. So you're like, oh, we just suck this year. It's not like a cycle of mediocrity, I guess. Like eight and eight, like we're closer to the playoffs than four and twelve, and we don't have a first round draft pick. So I'll take the eight and eight if that's how it works okay, out. I understand. I'm, ta- I'm not talking about. I'm sorry, I didn't clarify. I wasn't talking about this year. I was talking about the next couple of years going forward. Okay, yeah, that's not something you said at all. Event. All right. Well, well, they just traded the draft. Okay. Not, not the draft pick for. Okay, you guys, I'm sorry. I screwed this up. I'm not talking about next year's draft pick. I'm talking about future drafts. You still. Right. If Big Ben doesn't come back like he is or gets injured again because he's injury prone, you still <laughs> set your guys You set your guys up for mediocrity. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm just going to agree with you and. Uh, not digging into this hole anymore. <laughs> right. Just yeah. last thing on the Steelers. In response to Shu, um, it is reported that Fitzpatrick is going to play safety. So I, I oh. oh, Ryan Clark. Lied. 0 for 2 on the takes. Right. So you hate Clark to see lied. that. And the also thing, the thing about giving... Oh, a, a news person lied. What? what? Yeah, I hate that's to see... Uh, you can't lie on the internet. That's, that's so weird. But uh, so... The thing about giving a first rounder up for Fitzpatrick is he was a first rounder. He was taken 11th, and you know there's tape on him as well, and he's on a rookie deal. So I mean, I like the deal. I just don't know if you know one player is just going to fix the defense entirely. But I assume you know he couldn't hurt. And the thing about you know giving a first rounder up so we can't take a quarterback, you know Big Ben, you know, despite like it, it kind of looks like the end, and it very well could be. But he still he signed a three year deal. So he still has two more years, you know, after this one. So I mean, worst case scenario, Mason isn't the future, and we turn back to Big Ben for at least two more years next year, or Mason's really good, and you know he's the quarterback of the future. So I guess that's the main reason why, you know, they made this deal. They weren't going to take a quarterback anyways next year. No, no, I get, it, I get it. Okay. I'm glad, Shub. I don't think you really get it, but I'm glad you think you get it. All right. Uh, what's the game we want to talk about next? Um, we can get to the Browns real quick. Yeah, that was also the game that I watched. Right. Um, I guess I'll start. Um, I think they looked bad. I think they looked really bad. Um, yeah. I saw a lot of. I saw some love for them just because they won twenty. I keep hearing. I'll say they look bad, and someone's like, "Oh, they won by twenty points." So yeah, I guess the. F- Jets in their third string quarterback, we'll who up. might I add, didn't look terrible. Not yeah. not a hater of that guy. Uh, uh, fault? Yeah, I think Friend he's a decent, decent quarterback. Came from um, the Mike Leach system, same as Gardner Minshew. Uh, okay, I hate him now, actually. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, 
it was kind of like I touched on earlier. Baker just when I was talking about the Rams game, um, it just seemed like Baker was like I don't know, constantly scrambling. Like I know this is kind of an exaggeration, constantly running out of the pocket. I mean that with a already struggling offensive line, uh, moving around, not only offensive line but penalty issues last week. Running around is not going to do anything but draw holding calls, especially with a bad line. So it just felt like more times than not he was doing that, and it was like he didn't know what to do with the ball until the last, the very last second where he was like, "Oh, I'm I'm about to get sacked. I should probably throw this," and it was a terrible throw. And then even when he had time, he would miss, you know, open throws. He missed a touchdown pass, a potential touchdown touchdown pass to OBJ early in the game that could have really just kind of blown things open. Um, I don't know. I think, I mean, obviously, I, I haven't, like, lost confidence in them. I still think they're a good team. I think Baker's a good quarterback. But, um, like I said, I think he got, you know, a, we- a big weakness um, exposed in terms of reading defenses and just making quick early decisions um, rather than just almost trying to over-improvise and maybe force things when you can just go with, like, a sure, like, check down or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, it just seems like he didn't really know what to do with the ball a lot of times. Um but, I mean, other than that, defense looked great. Obviously, it's hard to really say anything because, like I said, it's the fucking Jets. Uh, but I really do think, like, the Browns goes, Baker goes. So, I hope he uh, figures it out a little bit uh, next week. Um, but, yeah, I, I didn't think he looks great. So, I'm glad that we have some good around him. OBJ, dude, I hope he retires as a Brown. Honestly, I hope we have him forever. He's a beast. That's an that that 89-yard run, as soon as he caught it, I mean, not that it was just me, but, I mean, you can tell. He catches it. There's no one within four or five yards of him. That's a touchdown every time, every single time. So I could definitely get used to watching that. That was definitely the highlight of the of the weekend for me. And that and it was catch a Monday. The sideline, that one-headed catch. Oh, yeah. See, I even forgot about that. I, I even forgot about that. Dude, that was nuts. I, think, I don't think I've yelled that loud in a while. I was just the watching him just catch up on the open field and take off for that touchdown. That was brought a tear to my eye. I think I just can't remember the last time the Browns had like a threat like that. Mm. They never did. I think that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I think something that people aren't talking about enough is OBJ. You know, he's wearing like a really cool watch. Like, not enough people are like <laughs> putting it out in the media. You know. I actually didn't know that he wore a watch. I haven't seen anything about that. Like, no, no coverage at all. Right. I, I, I'm sure we could find maybe a picture on the internet or something. We could post it, maybe so there's more exposure to it. Right. Yeah. We, we have to draw attention to this issue. Yeah. Um, How much do you think that watch costs? I'm thinking like 190 k The one this past week? They said it was $2 million. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I don't know killed if that's the accurate. Nice. Um, but I also saw on Twitter right before we got on that he actually partnered with a watchmaker. Um, he partnered with a watchmaker um, in lieu of all of this coverage he had for wearing the watch. Um, and he was quoted saying that there's a method to the madness, which I think is just a baller move. Um, just because, I mean, Ben, you kind of obviously were joking, but there's been so much just coverage about his fucking watch. Right. And then to just turn that into a brand deal, that's baller. That's so baller. Right. It was kind of, not that they're in the same class, but it was kind of like the Alonzo Ball thing in Summer League a couple years ago where he kept on changing his shoes, like wearing Adidas, Nike, and then whatever, and then, you know, just getting more exposure for a big baller brand, which has since imploded, but, you know, still. I actually saw a clip of him talking about the shoes um, 
Lonzo. Um, and he actually yeah. had to have his, like, either his trainer, I can't his remember. Someone, yes, someone always had, like, an extra pair of shoes on them because they wouldn't hold up. Like, the original right. pair, like, wouldn't hold up. So they always had an extra pair of big ballers on hand for when they broke down. Yeah, that's something you really don't like to see. You, you hate to see it. No, right? you, there's a lot of things you hate to see, and that is one of them. Definitely. Yeah, I hate to see that. Can we just talk about how much of a man Miles Garrett is? Even though it wasn't just... Yeah, we can't talk about that. We can't talk about that. He's a... a, And, hey, listen. The first roughing the passer penalty they got early on in the end zone, that was roughing the passer. I'll give him that. But the other one, like, I do not... You never want to see somebody get hurt, except Big Ben, but not really. You don't want to see anybody get hurt. Um, I didn't think it was roughing the passer. I really didn't. Um, so I think, and I mean, there's definitely been talk about that too, just kind of refs being flag happy, but I don't know. I think he got a lot of heat for, I mean, he was putting some monster hits on these guys. So I think he got some heat, unnecessary heat for it just because there was a flag thrown that, you know, I don't think should have been thrown. All right. Uh, any thoughts about how good Miles Garrett is? Uh, and I, how if I were, if I were a Steelers fan, I would be praying nightly for Mason Rudolph. Do you have any thoughts? I mean, uh, I guess my thoughts, he looks decent with the shirt off it looks like he could lose a little baby fat but you know he's getting there you know he, he looks all right and uh yeah he looks pretty good on the field that's pretty much you know my thoughts on yeah. it. yeah yeah i would be terrified of him as well that's a good take by you thank you thank you all right uh is that, is that a motorcycle in the background yeah, what was that motorcycle or whatever the hell that was oh yeah uh sorry my apartment's by a freeway um it's kind of catching background noise. Uh, sorry, sorry everybody. Sorry to inconvenience all of you. That's the the bad part about not having the studio. Uh, you yeah. Know, yeah. Rip. Dude, I the studio. studio was fire, dude. Me too. That was a magical place. Some really good times there. Yeah. We should have done some. I know we took pictures and stuff, but I, we should have done maybe some behind the scenes footage. Right. I think Look, people would have liked to see that. One of my favorite. I like to talk about it. One of my favorite moments in the studio was uh, we were uh, we were doing product reviews, and one of them was the laptop glasses. And Jacob Schubert put on these glasses. They're like, "Oh, they're just like sunglasses." Look, and he like looked straight into the studio lights and fucking <laughs> not burned his eyes out. Oh, <laughs> oh and he heard it, yeah, he heard his eyes. I forgot all about that. Yeah, yeah dude. Good times. Those were, those were the days back there. That was where I was born. Yeah. Never smelling salts in the smelling salts is great. Yeah, that was good. That's a good that's a good preview into our punishment. I think Ben Benjamin just ordered uh, ordered some for, right. for next week. Right. All right. So I guess you know one last thing we can talk about before we wrap this up is a, a game next week, a really big game next week is Baltimore at Kansas City. Probably you know the game of the week. You know Lamar uh, Jackson's kind of tearing it up, and obviously Kansas City. Everyone knows how good Mahomes is. So what are some of your thoughts on that upcoming game? Um. I don't know, man. I think I think the initial reaction is obviously you're going to think high scoring, um, but I just think I honestly think whatever whatever the over under is, I'm probably going to hit the under um, just because I think Mahomes has been almost out of this world, um, and not that he's going to have a bad game, but maybe come down to earth a little bit. Um, same kind of deal for Lamar. Not that he had a like a blowout game last week, but he's been playing well, um, and I just think like. It's just so hard to keep that level of play up um, week after week, especially in the NFL. So, like I said, I'm not expecting 
what like just seeing those two teams on paper like you might expect like a shootout high scoring game um and it might be but it, um like i said if if i were to end up betting on that uh, i'll probably be hitting the under uh, just thinking both quarterbacks are probably going to come down to earth a little bit right i think the last team with the ball is going to win it's going to be one of those games it's back and forth all day and whoever has the ball last can get that w so High scoring or just close? I think high scoring. Gotcha. Like I said, I definitely can see that happening. Don't you guys think Lamar still has a lot to prove? Like I know that you know I don't want to. Yes. I don't want to sound like that you know old school guy. Oh Lamar, you know he can't throw the football. Like obviously he had a lot of success last year. You know he led the team to the freaking playoffs. But you know it's just two games in, and you know he really didn't throw the ball much last year. So I feel like he still has. You know, lots yeah. of pr- two weak teams, probably maybe two of the worst teams in each conference, Absolutely. Dolphins and Cardinals. Yeah, so. the Cardinals and the Dolphins, definitely one of the two weaker teams in the, the NFL. Yeah, so shoot to your point that whoever gets the ball last is going to win. It's hard to see Baltimore winning in Kansas City. That, just my know, thoughts. Hey, I think given Sunday, stranger things have happened. All right. Never done. All right. All right. So uh, last thing I got, Gil, you're going on a little trip next week. Do you want to just talk about that real quick? Oh yeah, I didn't uh, I didn't know this was coming up, uh, but yeah, I'm uh, headed actually to Amsterdam uh, next week. Uh, actually, leaving Sunday. Um, we go to Chicago, fly out of there, uh, 10 p.m. Sunday. Um, Nine-hour flight to Copenhagen, I believe, and then a little layover, and then a little flight to to Amsterdam. We're there by Monday afternoon. Um, I'm just gonna be there for the week. Uh, Chilling in Amsterdam, you know, going to museums and whatnot, as one does, um, going with some buddies from, from high school. So uh, it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Uh, now, this is going to be completely looking forward to it. Portion here, and I'm about to get a lot of shit for this. What country is Amsterdam in? <laughs> um, it's the Netherlands, I believe. Okay. Gotcha. I honestly had no idea. I knew, like, I knew of Amsterdam, I just kind of didn't know the country. Well, now you got me second-guessing myself just because I, I was, like, so confident off the bat. I was, yeah, Netherlands. Yeah. Definitely Netherlands. Confirmed. So, um, But, yeah, go in there. Pumped. Um, I'll maybe get back any stories. I don't know what the whole Wi-Fi situation is going to be like, so maybe I can – If you, I don't know if you guys are planning on doing a pod next week, but maybe I can hop on, maybe shoot a soundbite over. I don't know. Wow. But uh, we'll see. That's great. I'm uh, – well, it's got to be good. I'll, then I'll know. I'll know when it happens if it's if it's a soundbite worthy moment. But, uh, right. but yeah, I'll definitely uh, see what I can do. All right, that's a lot of grit there. Uh, so I guess this is not planned at all. But I have a couple tips for you since I'm kind of used to the long flight. You know, living in Hong Kong, going to the states and all. Okay. Yes. So oh, yeah, definitely. I have a couple. Uh, you know, long flight tips. I guess for you. Um, number one, I'm not sure if you're going to be in on this, but don't get too much sleep the night before. So okay. I'm not sure what time your flight is, like especially this applies 10 p.m. I'm not sure if this applies so much unless you can like go through the day without too much sleep. But basically, if you get on the plane and like you know you're sleep deprived and you're tired, like you're gonna sleep so much easier on the plane rather than if you're you know wide awake. Sleeping on a plane is hard enough if you're awake and if you're tired, it makes it a lot easier. So that's number one tip. Try to okay. huge. Uh, secondly, uh, food, fuel up. The food on the plane is usually not very good. So if you can get something yeah. in the airport beforehand, so you get some hot food while you're on there, you know, that's definitely going to be helpful because airplane food can, uh, vary a lot, but usually on the bad side. 
that's fair. This will be my first time out of the country also, so right. yeah, I've never had to do a, a big flight like this. Yeah, it's usually not great. I mean, they'll have snacks and stuff, but usually their meals are very suspect. So yeah, Tenderfish. try to get some I food. Ben, question. How did yeah. a co-worker today say there's free alcohol on international flights? Not Confirm true. or deny? Uh, I'm going to deny that. That, that is not true. Well. I mean, I guess well, it depends on your airline, maybe. But um, Well, it's true, but it's funny. I did not ask you. I asked our traveling veteran. Oh, um, thank you, Alec. From past experience, from the, uh, was yeah, that? Last year. Nice. For, from past experience, I've not been able to get free alcohol. But free drinks and like stuff like that. Snacks. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I'll, I'll report back on that. All right, and, and then my last tip is, so usually there's TVs on the planes for longer flights. I, mean, I don't know, I'm not sure what airline you guys have. Maybe you got some sort of deal so the plane isn't as great, so there might not be TVs. But if there are not TVs, try to download some, maybe some shows on Netflix or you know, Ooh, podcasts, I'm, I'm stuff like that. I'm already big on that. I do that for short flights, right. so Ooh, okay, okay. I'm way ahead of you there. All right, power move. All right, and trying to get you ready for this flight. I think, uh, I think we're sh- we should be good. I feel, I feel more prepared now. That's than good. I did. That's good. I'm glad. You know, two minutes ago. Right. I feel great now. Yeah. Right. That's good. Good to hear. All right. I think that's good for uh, our first episode of Division Three's finest. And you know, hopefully, you know, an interview Fuck. fell through today. Hopefully, we'll get him on soon. And uh, yeah, we'll be we'll definitely be more prepared in the future for sure. Definitely. Oh yeah. I think this went well for not being prepared. Oh, for yeah. sure. Uh, for sure. But we'll see. Yeah, it's K Weezy, and we back. The rise to the throne. And the. Yeah. Ben Franklin's. Ben Franklin's. I got so much money, it's like I own a money tree. All these people phonies just wanna be like me. Your baddest girl be all on my D. The stuff you pay for for me, it's free. Because I got Ben Franklin's, I got Ben Franklin's No need for hatin', I'm not a doctor, I ain't got patience All I got is papers and a lot of haters Shout out to my home dog, they all got prayers